Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We are so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is July 12th in the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments. That opening video was by uh, that was created by our brother Darren in the UK. I don't know that he actually gave me uh, permission to give his last name out. So, uh, brother Darren, thank you so much for creating that and allowing us to uh, to broadcast broadcast that live here on Uptime. Uh, really appreciate it, brother. Today's verse of the day, but he answered and said, "It is written." Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 4, and that is verse of the day. Of course, that is our Lord and Savior speaking. Um, we bring back with us Brother Kevin Hookman, Brother Bob Barber, and uh, we do have Brother Dustin with us from Busy for the Lord channel. Uh, it looks like uh, he may be having some technical difficulties, unfortunately, so uh Hopefully he'll come back in. Oh, here he is. There he is. Dustin, how you doing? There we Greetings, go. Brothers and, Our, greetings, brothers and sisters. Glad to have you back on with us. Uh, and uh, thank you all of you, to all of you out there. We thank you for uh, coming back on with us to another Uptime community. Uh, it has been uh, a very interesting week, a number of things going on. Um, Dustin, you've been, uh, you've been diligently... Uh, posting all the news uh, articles, the stuff that's been going on with the Georgia Guidestones, um, mm. you know, other things going on with uh, the Great Reset. Uh, thank you for filling us in. We appreciate that. Um, once again, Brother Dustin's, uh, yeah, Brother Dustin's YouTube channel. Uh, let me bring up his uh, his YouTube channel right here. Busy for the Lord. All right, and. Uh, so you can go there, go to uh, search in the YouTube search window there and just type in busy for the Lord. That's the number four. And uh, yeah, and you'll get to his channel. Please subscribe. All right. Uh, so, brothers, uh, let's start with how was your week, <clears throat> Kevin? Ah, well, my week was um, was great. I. I was um, watching a whole bunch of different um, news feeds and, and uh, also Dustin's channel as well as other channels and um, to see how, how people were reporting on what was going on because there were so many things that happened this last week, right? So, um, I mean, it was, it was a whirlwind, and I, I thoroughly enjoy when there's, like, a lot going on because um, – not, not only is, is it interesting to see those things actually take place and how they're lining up and how we're you know moving closer and closer to this Daniel 70th week, right? But um, not only that, but like how people react to it is also interesting. And um, how people that are outside of the prophecy circles and so forth, how they react to it. Because like we got, we did our broadcast last week and then that, that next morning at like four o'clock in the morning, it was the Georgia Guidestones were blown up. And so it was interesting to see how the world reacted to that. And, um, you know, just, you had some people like saying, okay, well, this is, you know, the new world order is crumbling down right before our very eyes. And then you got other people (laughs) who are like, don't, don't speak too soon. You know, just because that's gone doesn't mean that 
they're all, you know, but it obviously shows that there's, there's some pushback going on. Right. I mean, it's, I think that's the, that's exciting to watch is that there are people out there that are looking at those kind of things. I mean, why would you want to have stones that say like, you know, lower the population to 500 billion when you have 8 billion people, it's like, are you really one of those 500 million they want to keep around? Well, the odds are no. So I don't know why you'd have that up in your backyard right. for your exploration. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I had a good week. Uh, I really enjoyed um, watching this week. Good. Brother Bob. <clears throat> well, I was on vacation evidently last week. Really <laughs> nice vacation. <laughs> I enjoyed the show, you know. And you- uh, I tell you what, this show really takes on a different dynamic when I'm not here. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because, you know what, let's face it, I'm the end of the world guy, or I'm the bad news guy, I'm the guy that's going to tell you everything's going to blow up soon, and we're going home with a rapture. Basically, that's my ministry. Okay. That's your ministry. That's my ministry. But the thing is, I back it up with good, educated guesses. Okay, I do all my work with the, with the Shemitahs, and I do all my work, work with the charts. Now, I could be wrong. Nothing may happen. We may have another seven years. If nothing happens this September, you have to admit, everything I've done, it's just a well-educated guess, and they can't condemn me for that. Okay, somebody has to get out there and say something. But let's talk about those guidestones, okay? And let's be. Uh, and also, another thing too, I believe we need to be careful now because I think that they're going to start censoring the guidestone narrative. So from this point forward, I'll call them the GAG stones or the G stones, whatever. Because <laughs> here's my thing. When I made that Shemitah video back in September, remember I talked about where the snake bite will have a maturity time when it matures, the whole purpose of the snake bite, in which I believe is going to lead to a massive depopulation of the earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, the the G-stones were their mock of the Ten Commandments, the, the globalist satanic elite. That was their mock, the mocking of the Ten Commandments. It was their Ten Commandments. The stones that put up there for everybody to see and what their Ten Commandments say. Depopulate the whole earth to 500 million people. Now, think about this for a minute with some common sense. What if this all starts to happen, that shot to the arm starts to mature, people start passing away everywhere, and the whole narrative, people start using that word genocide, 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 and guess what? Mm-hmm. They're all going to start looking for those stones, but... Hey, the, tr- the paper trail is gone. No more paper trail. They got rid of it. And the thing is, anybody that has pictures of it on the internet, I think they're going to scrub it. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's just going to be a handful of people like us that know that knew about it. And of course, they'll shut us up, so we can't talk about it. But I think ultimately that's why the stones came down. Yeah, I heard people prayed about it. You know, there's some good things about it. It could have been that way. But here's my thing. I think they're just getting rid of the paper trail right now. They don't want the whole world coming against them because they were out openly saying, hey, 500 million people, and all of a sudden now we're seeing this mass die-off of human beings going across the earth. And, of course, that mass die-off, like I said, I believe is going to be during the tribulation because that is a tribulation narrative that aligns with the first four horsemen. All right? we're not. You're not going to see a mass die-off of, and if this, is the, if this number is correct, we're looking at about at least a third of the earth, hmm. billions of people. 
that's a mass die-off that takes place during the tribulation. You're not going to see that during the age of grace. Yeah, I know the COVID thing happened, and we probably lost, what, three, 400,000 people globally, something like that, All right? And that wasn't even, like, an accurate number because if you got ran over by a car, you died from COVID. So with that being said, though, I believe that's why those things went down. They got rid of their paper trail because we're about to go into a time where that genocide is going to begin to happen. And, of course, that time, according to my research, is a seven-year tribulation that has a great chance of starting this September for the next seven-year cycle. The fact that that thing went down after since 1979. What's the math on that, Kevin? Uh, 40, yeah, it's, uh, 43 years. 43 years. And all of a sudden... It they just decided to take it down. Oh, it got shot by a missile. Oh, a car hit it. Really? Come on. All right. You guys are planning on bringing that thing down. And the fact that they took it down right before going into this next seven year Shemitah cycle. I mean, come on. Yeah. You come can't on. Make this stuff up. Come on. Come on. Come yeah. on. Can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, thank you, Bob. And Dustin, how about your week? Uh, you've been keeping busy, of course. For the yeah, I um, did anybody hear me okay? <laughs> good one, Greg. <laughs> that was a good pun. Yes, we can, we can, we can hear you. You're good. Uh, the Lord has opened up an opportunity, uh, through my local church to be able to fill the pulpits and other local churches in my area, uh, for the future. So, Sunday was the first time that I got an opportunity to preach, uh, Sunday morning behind a pulpit. And it was really, really awesome because, you know, I got a chance to mention the rapture and the end times, just something that you're not hearing in a lot of churches today. And it was an older church. I think the church has been around since the 1800s, so it's an older congregation. But I was talking to a lot of the, you know, the people that were uh, members there. Um, and one old, one nice old lady came up to me. She's like, boy, I haven't heard anybody preach on the rapture in a while. I remember when I thought the rapture was going to happen back in 1974, but I'm glad it didn't because I had my daughter and she went out and I was like, that is just the craziest thing. You know what I mean? Probably when Hal Lindsey's late great planet earth, you know, when they kind of go through these ebbs and flows. Um, But I had another brother come up and said, dude, I still believe in our blessed home. I still believe in that. It's almost like something that we have to resurrect because Mm. If you were to gauge the pulse of the evangelical church here in America, you know, it's we're always talking about the rapture here on these discussion panels in our in our channels. But if you go out into these churches, even these small country churches like I was preaching in, people are just like, I can't believe you said the word rapture. And it just really it really shook me and it really grieved me. And it felt like I was kind of like alone on this island that I was like the only one preaching about this which is so sad that the majority of the people in the local churches on a Sunday morning don't even hear the word rapture and don't even know what time it is on God's prophetic time clock. So I am very blessed to be able to go into these churches and preach on the end times and maybe kind of like wake some people up. So my week was great. That was the first time I got to share my testimony and preach. And Lord willing, I'll get a chance to continue to do that. Amen. Sounds good. You know, I, I have a question for you, Dustin. Um, you know, based on what you're talking about there, I, I'm just wondering, like, since since the rapture um, isn't discussed very much in churches these days, if at all, right? And, um, and but it is discussed on YouTube um, by 
by a bunch of different people. People also come to channels like this to, to fellowship and, and, and that's part of the fellowship. I'm just wondering, like, since it's not spoken of, do you think that's part of why there is like this malaise in the, um, in the church where like people don't necessarily have something to look forward to except death I mean, is like if you're looking forward to, to to going to heaven, and you don't really talk or believe the rapture or know even know about it, your your only pathway then is is death, and and you're just so if you're 25, 30 years old, what you just you got to wait for another fifty years, sixty years until you can get there. I mean, that's your only hope. I, I, you know, I, I think that along with like, you know, what they talk about this, the second coming. I mean, for us, the second coming is the rapture when right. Jesus descends, you know, into the clouds and then calls us and the dead in Christ rise first. And we who are alive and remain are caught up together with them in the air and to be with the Lord forever. I mean, that that is something to look forward to. That is a blessed hope that the, the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right. I mean, if you don't have that, then you're just waiting to die. I mean, to, to me, it's like, I think that might explain why some people, you know, go out and, and carouse or, you know, partake with the unbelievers. Because to them, it's like, well, I've got time. You know, we've got plenty of time. I'm not going to die anytime soon. Uh, you know, I can change my ways later on. They uh, There are also people who, who, who will just you know, do whatever they think is right in their own eyes in the meantime. And it's like, but if you're looking forward to a rapture, then you're, you know, there's, there's a whole website called rapture ready. Right. I mean, right. It's like, what well, you know, to, to, to me, that, that, that's the way that's, that's the better way to, to go through these days right now and to see that, you know, things are lining up and that the next big event is the rapture. Yeah. Absolutely. And I remember a time just where just like 15 years ago, where it just seemed to be me and another brother talking about the rapture. We couldn't find anybody in our inner, you know, in our circles within our churches to even discuss end times. Heck, if somebody were to sneeze in the Middle East, we'd be like, oh, oh, there it is. There it is. You know, and now it's like we can't keep up with it. We literally cannot even keep up Mm. with it. And so for us, this is exciting times because we are literally seeing the convergence and how rapid it is. It's like, if you can't even keep up daily with the things that are coming at you, right. I mean, how, what more do you need? You know, what more yeah. do you need? Um, there's also this idea that only the people in the church that are having a rough life or have physical sufferings or financial problems or have no hope. Um, those are the people that hope in the rapture, right? <laughs> that, you know, right. their life just sucks. Well, I'll tell you right now that my life doesn't suck. I got three kids and a wife. I live in the beautiful state of Tennessee. I'm 37 years old. I have what most people would say my whole life ahead of me, yet I can't wait for Jesus to come back tomorrow. I hope he comes back tomorrow. I'm not one of these people that say, oh, I got to get married and have kids and then hit my retirement plan. I got to do this, that, and the other. I got to hit my bucket list. No, man, I'm ready to go at any time. And just like 1 John chapter 3 says, it has a purifying effect on your life. It makes you live more Christ-like. It makes you live more holy. And you tend to fight against your flesh and against sin more 
when you anticipate that the Lord could come back at any time. So, again, there's just all this stuff that you have to kind of debunk within the local churches. Do you feel like that, that, that part of that is like not being conformed to this world, right? But being transformed by the renewing of your mind to Christ Jesus. I mean, that is where your mindset needs to be. And so it's not that there's this, this desperation, uh, like you said. I mean, it's not just people who are struggling or whatever that are, are, that are looking forward to rapture. There are plenty of people that are, that have um, great lives. I mean, just look at J.D. Farag. I mean, his pastor right. lives in right. Hawaii. I mean, he, he wears, you know, Hawaiian shirts when he preaches. Right. I mean, this guy's laid back. He's like, he's smiling. He laughs. And then he's like, I really want the rapture to happen. I want to go home. So, I mean, this guy's not desperate for anything. He's not he's not struggling and, and, and hoping that that tomorrow he can get fed. I mean, right. listen, th- th- right. this is th- this is what this verse right here is is the mindset that we have is that we're not con- conformed to this world. Is that we are looking for some place that's better and that and that our final destination is not to transform into this humanoid you know, robotic, transhumanistic type type thing where we can become gods because that's what that's what the desperate are actually doing. And these people are ultra <clears throat> rich, they are mega powerful, but they are also ultra desperate to not die. You see, because they they do know inside that they have that they really don't know what is on the other side. But see, we do know what's on the other side. So if we die, then we know where we're going. And if we live, then we continue to be transformed by the renewing of our mind daily so that we can continue to uplift each other, continue to spread the gospel of salvation, talk about edification uh, of the saints, talk about you know all those things, the fellowship keep each other in, in, in line and also on the right path and then watching for that glorious appearing. And I, you know, I, I just feel like we have it so much better than, than anybody else on this planet, no matter what situation that we're in, because we're looking toward Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's Romans 12, 12, uh, sorry, 12, two boy, Romans 12, two for those on the audio podcast, but uh, go ahead, brother Bob. Yeah, I was just uh just agreeing with you, just uh <clears throat> agreeing with you guys. You know, the rapture resurrection is among us. I mean, it's going to happen soon. Uh, evidently, um, you know, I said before, I like you. You people that look for the rapture resurrection, we're never going to know when it is because you're looking for a moment in time, a mm. a, a, a split second mm. between now and September or whenever. Everybody's looking for a split second. It's kind of hard to see. It's kind of like a needle in a haystack. <laughs> it's kind of hard to find that little split second. But you know what I look for? I look for a big seven-year period. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I look for. I look. I'm looking for that big seven-year period. There you go. It's easier and, to look for, uh, right? Yeah. The, the big seven-year period is easier to spot. Yeah. Because if you look what's happening around the world and what they're doing right now, I mean, it's crazy what's happening. I mean, um, I hear that the um, that the, there's a lot of stuff going down in the month of September, right? There's a lot of stuff going down now. 
And all these things are all lining up now for some major shift mm. at the end of September. Glo- major global shift. Okay. And these are global powers. I know that uh, that the World Health Organization is uh, receiving keys to global power this September. Okay, that's happening right before the next seven-year cycle. Okay, that's a pretty good indicator. What else is going on? They're, they also have their uh, new uh, uh, the New World Order Global uh, Corporate Headquarters. I think it's going to launch in uh, September. Okay, <laughs> something like that's going on in September. I mean, come on. I mean, so the, everything is just seems to be this bottleneck once again for September. And now, like I said, I can't find the needle in the haystack, rapture, resurrection, the moment in time, a split second. But I can see a seven-year period. Okay, yep. I can see, yeah, this is happening, this is happening. We just had the G-stones go down. Okay, we're seeing the um, uh, Roe versus Wade get undone. All right, that's all, all these big, long decades and decades, these strongholds are being removed now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's the Roe versus Wade thing is good. We got rid of that. That's great. But you know, there I you know, there has to be some other sinister reason why they did it. And I think ultimately is they're gonna get their they're gonna get their piece of meat no matter what. Okay, but what they did by re- re- removing Roe versus Wade is to create more division in this country, mm-hmm. which will add gas to the fuel, more fuel to the fire for a civil war here. Okay, right. I mean, Joe Biden already said we're going to put together a, a sanctuary state for all abortions, and it's going to be federally funded. It's going to be abortion land, you know, some crazy like that. Okay, it's going to be, oh, and then you know what they're going to do? They're going. I mean, literally, this is what they're going to do. They're going to do a, a eminent domain. Okay, we're all familiar with that. They're yeah. going to wipe out all this property and build this gigantic, you know, Planned Parenthood factory, whatever they're going to do, to try to make up for the fact that all these states now are poo-pooing the abortion to get rid of it, which is good. But they're, they're going to make up for it. They're already planned on that. But hey, now they got everybody ticked off at each other now. Okay. Well, there That's was a story that, that came up this week. What's that? There was a story that came up this week about that. So not only did they, did they, did they start throwing out ideas about like building these centers on national parks and federal land and all that stuff. But I mean, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about yeah. it. And then also they, they talked about building an offshore, uh, offshore on the in the Gulf of Mexico. Did you hear about that one? No. Yeah. Yeah. That they want to build a center out in the Gulf of Mexico out in federal water, you know, international waters. So it's out of state waters. I mean, oh. it's just like the, the, the ideas that they're coming up with. And then they came up with this story about a girl um, in one state uh, who was raped and then she could not get an abortion. So she had to go to another state. Well, it just turns so turns out it's a false flag that it's, it, 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 it's like 90 some odd percent that it's not real, that it's all made up because there are no mm-hmm. records the person who said it has gone dark. And then, of course, just like Smollett and all those other stories, the ma- the mass media all the way up to the president of the United States talks about it like it's fact when it has never been fact checked. And a- actually, the investigation is going ongoing right now. And so far, they've come up with absolutely nothing on it. And Kevin is pretty good at vetting sources. So, you know, yeah. just so you folks know that Kevin just doesn't read and, and just 
talk about whatever he sees and reads. So he's very good at vetting sources. Yeah, I am. And, and, for that. and I'm also not saying that it's a hundred percent false, but I'm saying that it is like, it's looking like it's false because there is nothing that's substantiating it at all. And there are plenty of people who are doing investigative reporting on it, um, including places that you wouldn't even think would like, for example, the Washington post. <laughs> um, but the, the story seemed all t- way too convenient and it was just spread like wildfire and every single personality and politician that had a, a grievance started talking about it. And when that happens, Bob, that to me is a red flag right off the bat because that's oh, yeah. exactly what they did with Rittenhouse. That's exactly what they did with Smollett. That's exactly what they did with uh, Sandman. That's what they do yeah. all the time with these with these stories. They'll come up with some narrative and then they'll they'll run with it. And they all are on the same playbook. And whenever they're all hands up, don't shoot. Remember that? I mean, mm-hmm. You know, we could go down a list for the rest of the two hours about all these hoaxes and things like that that have occurred uh, that these that these people make up. I'll tell you what's not a hoax is what Biden's doing right now to our energy sector. Uh, You guys hear now he's moving a million barrels a day to China, which is an impeachable offense, by the way. China, the same country that's been threatening to nuke us like a million times. Okay, and the fact that he's doing that and he has like his uh, economic advisor, was his name uh brian deese that says that uh this uh it's uh i know we're moving a million barrels a day and i know we're not producing our own oil i know we're running out of oil and i know people and i know the other the eastern nations are not giving us any oil but you know what it's okay we'll get rid of it we'll get rid of the reserves too at the same time and the reason why they're doing he said that they are moving into a liberal order here in the united states yeah yeah he said that word said that yeah. Did, but based on what they want to do, they, they they came at us in all directions. Okay, they they, they shut down the oil. They 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 are they're, they're ticking off all the suppliers right now that they're making the oil, right. and then he's also giving away all of our reserve oil. So that way, if we're ever invaded, so it just gets worse because you get rid of all reserve oil that our military, which by the way, our military has been greatly depleted because we sent everything to Ukraine. We're down a hundred thousand to 200,000 servicemen and women because of the, okay. So we're down right. military wise. And now like I said, Biden, he's moving our oil away. So now if there is anything that happens here, we, our army won't be able to move all the equipment around and do what they need to do because we're not going to have the oil. Okay, so you have all that happening at the same time, and it just so happens, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but get ready because it's typical, that uh, China, Russia, and Iran are now doing, uh, they're going to be doing war games in Venezuela this upcoming middle of of August, and the, the war games are for invading America. That That does not sound good. So they're doing the war game starting in the middle of August in Venezuela, which makes you wonder why they took down Venezuela. Okay. Yeah. So you have all the our, our, our nation is just the weakest it's ever been. They got and a staging area around. now down in South America, right? I mean, that's yeah. what they're doing. And I thought we had a Monroe Doctrine that we were not going to allow that in the Western Hemisphere. I guess that goes out the window when you have a president and administration like this. They had lied about the strategic oil reserves too, Bob. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're selling it. And, is and, there anything and that they don't lie about? It? Yeah, that's the yeah. question. Is there anything they that's don't the question, lie about? Right? No. We, can, we if we want to talk about what they don't lie about, the show would be over. 
I mean, oh, yeah. because there really is nothing left to talk about if we're going to talk about that. <laughs> what do they tell the truth about? Well, we'd all just sit here and look at you. Signing off. Good night, everybody. I mean, <laughs> you know what else it did, too? Uh, you guys know that right now the EU and those nations in the G7 are now produced. They're saying, hey, it's okay to produce oil. It's okay. It's carbon friendly. It's okay right. to produce gas. They're all They're all saying we're doing our own stuff now. But the United States is the only nation in the G7 that is saying, no, we are not producing anything. We're getting rid of everything. The only nation in the G7 summit that's saying we are not, they're not budging on it at all. Well, you know what happened today, Bob? The euro just went parity with the dollar for the first time in 20 years. And why is that? Is because Europe is hurting big time because they're running out of energy. They're Mm -hmm. running out of energy because they all went woke and went crazy and they shut down all their coal. They shut down their nuke plants. They shut down now. And then they all rely on uh, Germany, especially rely on Russian natural gas. They have to actually shut down a bunch of industries for like 11 days. And then it might even go longer than that, they're saying. So, mm-hmm. I mean, look, at they're in trouble over there. And so um, we're seeing, Bob, is what we're seeing is a bunch of uh, nations actually starting to crumble right before our very eyes. And this, the world is actually in a desperate situation right now, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. I can tell you that. There, there, there is no, there's no shining night that's that's coming to fix all of the world economies. Um, it, they're going to have to do a new system. They're going to have to start over. I mean, they're going to have to do away with the old and bring in the new. It's going to be order out of chaos. Well, there is a shining mm-hmm. night, and I think we refer to that person or individual as the Antichrist. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's going to – I'm sure it's going to be much better under him if you like to worship Satan. But, I mm-hmm. mean, if, if you don't, you're going to have a big problem because if you're left behind after the rapture and you don't uh, worship Satan, the only other option is to worship Jesus Christ and to not take the mark and be saved. And then right. we know that the Antichrist has is given the power and the authority to overcome the saints. Right? We talk about right. that. Amen. So Revelation yeah. thirteen. Yes, what is is going to be to be looked forward to? But right now. Bob, like you're mentioning, this this seven year time period is a lot of it has to do with Israel. And right now, you just mentioned Iran, Israel, and Iran. Dustin, you probably have a lot to talk about that because there is a lot going on on that topic. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us? Well, yeah, I've been posting some videos just on the whole God Magog situation, and I personally believe that's a situation that we're going to see. Um, Obviously, the tribulation, because in Revelation 6, the second seal is taking peace from the earth. The first seal is, you know, the Antichrist conquering to conquer the beast system, you know, after the rapture, which is why I believe the rapture will equal the Great Reset, um, because we are the restrainer, right? Once that restraint is removed from the earth, then they will need, like you said, that, that knight in shining armor to come. And what do we see? Well, we're in heaven. Revelation 4 and 5, we're in heaven watching Jesus Christ take the title deed to the earth, and he breaks these seals. The first seal he breaks is the Antichrist. That's why it says he will be revealed in his own time, because we are holding him back. 
When we depart, he gets revealed. And then we see second seal, getting back to your question, the whole war is being released, peace is taken from the earth, the God-Magog situation. We also can kind of interpret when that might happen because in uh, Ezekiel it says that Israel will dwell in unwalled villages, right? Mm -hmm. They will be prosperous, and I think a lot of that comes with the fact that they're going to be the main uh, supplier of natural gas to Europe. I put a little map on one of my videos that pointed to where they go through the Mediterranean into Greece. And so that'll make Israel extremely wealthy. And then we know that through the revived Roman Empire, which the Antichrist will come out of, he's going to want to get with Israel. Why do you think the Abraham Accords is happening? These countries, they don't care about Israel. They just care about them economically. Well, how can this benefit us if we get together with these? Because if you look at their ideologies and what they believe in the religions, they don't want Israel to exist. They want them wiped off the map. Right. So this whole Abraham Accords, the Antichrist possibly coming from one of the NATO nations, joining with a prosperous Israel, uh, that just sets everything up so perfectly for you know what many supposed to be a Psalm 83 war. Some people believe that it happened already. I tend to believe that a lot of those nations are still there. When sure. those nations, that ring of fire is completely wiped out, then we see Iran, Turkey, and Russia, which we just saw in the news today. They're, they're getting together, and they're all uh, peas in a pod. So, I mean, it's like you just can't you – you have so much information like a fire hose, and you're just trying to put all the puzzle pieces together, and you just can't do it. You're just like, wait a minute. There's too much information here. <laughs> it's coming too quickly. Uh, Dustin, yeah. it sounds like you're, you're channeling your inner Bill, Bill Salas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I'm, I used to listen to uh, Dave Hunt from the Brian Call a lot, and, and he really got me started on this whole Middle East crisis, uh, the countdown to eternity, the old end times production. So I can't credit it all to Bill Silas. I can give a <laughs> shout out to Dave, who already went to be with the Lord. But uh, yeah, that's funny because we were just talking about Bill Silas and his uh, left behind box that he has, this little yellow box for those left behind. It's really cool. You should check it out. Yeah, it's nice. great. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. listening to him, and and whenever he's on with Gary Stearman and they're they're talking, it's that, that that's that that's some good stuff. Those are two old timers that know their know their way around prophecy. That's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah I mean, look at Iran and, and Israel are look. That situation is not getting better. It's getting worse and worse by the day. And in addition to that, Russia is also meddling in there too, and the United States is just giving them carte blanche in order to be able to do it. So all these things have to happen for a reason, right? I mean, if if the United States was extremely um, powerful and basically said, Russia, you can't be in Syria, you can't be dealing with Iran, you can't do this, well, then how is there a setup for Gog Magog? How is there a setup for Ezekiel? It's not. So, I mean, all these things are happening right at the right time in order to, to make those things actually be able to take place and it doesn't seem like it's too far off for those things actually to happen. Like there's a couple yeah. of matchsticks that just need to get lit. Right. 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 As, as, yeah, as go, all, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, going back to what Bob said, he said, it's hard to pinpoint the twinkling of an eye, but I do what Bob does. I look at this huge revelation of seven year period, which I call tribulation shadows. And we mm-hmm. know once those tribulation shadows start to cast darker and darker on the church age, that's our indicator that we're almost out of here because we right. cannot be here for the tribulation. 
So right. that's what I look at. I look at look at dude. Tribulation stuff is happening. The stage is being set. Now you're channeling JD because he's like, how close must we be if we can already see these things take place and come to pass? How close right. are we? You know, I love the people that, of course, they're going to say, well, they're, you know, you, you, you uh, believers in the rapture, pre-tribulation rapture, you're just afraid to go through the pain. You guys are not strong enough. You're going to lead people astray when, so the, when weak, the rapture Greg. doesn't happen, the tribulation begins. It's going to be, oh, you're a fall. Ooh, you're going to pay for it. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> Our faith you know, is like don't this. Realize just, if, uh, God going, if God is saving us from the tribulation because it's going to hurt, because we're going to get killed, because we're going to face a lot of wrath from the devil and from man, all right? He would have saved every Christian the last 2,000 years from that, okay? Yeah. The reason why the rapture resurrection happens is because he needs to remove us because we're saved under a gospel of grace, okay? Right. There's a new gospel that's coming taught by the Revelation 14 angel, and they're going to be teaching an entirely new gospel. So God can't have us here teaching the gospel of grace because it's no longer valid. It expired. Okay? It's done. So if we're teaching the gospel of grace, going into tribulation while the Revelation 14 angel is teaching the uh, the everlasting gospel, we're going to be leading a ton of people to hell because even though the gospel is right, it, they won't be getting saved because it's, it's no longer valid. That's why we are all removed at the rapture resurrection. Okay? And for yeah. multitude of other reasons. Yeah, but I do believe that. Mm-hmm, I do believe that that gospel specifically is is a preaching of the everlasting covenant, of course, uh, between you know Abraham, between the Jews and God, right? Between Israel and God. So that's really ultimately what he's talking about. It is a time of Jacob's trouble. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, hand in hand, it goes hand in hand. We're out of the age of grace by that point. Mm-hmm. This is about bringing back Israel, bringing back the Jews unto himself. That is, you know, this the transition point going back into uh, that point of uh, of bringing his his people back home. Um, but yeah, but man, his grace is sufficient. This is a right? there's a good comment here. People say we have to go through the trib because the Bible says we will have tribulation. Well, I mean, they're, they're, okay. There's one thing which is tribulation, having tribulation, and then there's other thing which is the great tribulation. <laughs> okay, it's, right. it's sure we all. I mean, Christians have been have been having tribulation and issues and people martyring them since Stephen. I mean, this is two thousand years ago. So of course you're going to have that because the world hates Jesus Christ. The world hates him. The world does not want him. Because the world has rejected him long ago, and they continue to reject him today. So if they hated him, they're going to hate us. And so we're going to have to go through tribulation because this is not our home. This is their home. They like this place. They want to you know, model it after themselves. They, they've rewrote history in order to accommodate their feelings and beliefs and their, and their truth. I mean, th- that's exactly what they've done. But what we've done, though, is we bucked that system and we said, no, we've got our mindset on a higher place. We've got our mindset on a heavenly matter and we have our, our uh, uh, spirit uh, refreshed and renewed and righteous in God's eyes because we believe in Jesus Christ, not because of anything that we've done. 
Amen. Other than belief <laughs> and, and with that we have faith. And so, Bob, those people who are saying that were weak. No, it's just the opposite. We are strong. And those who, who wish to go through the tribulation, what's their issue? Where's their faith? Where's their blessed hope? Why are they not looking to, to Jesus Christ? Why are they looking towards the Antichrist and, be, and, and to confront him? Or to, or to prove something to everybody that they can go through the tribulation and they can make it through or they can die. You know, is that, I mean, is that, is that exactly what we're supposed to be doing now? No, that's not what we're supposed to be doing now. Are we the ones who are calling out for the blood and the vengeance on them? No, we've talked about that, Bob. We are not the ones underneath the altar that are, that are crying out for, for vengeance. Those are the people that, that, that go through the great tribulation and come out of the great tribulation. Those are the people that are doing that. And they're, they're, mm-hmm. and they're underneath the altar. They're part of the fifth mm-hmm. seal martyrs. Right. And what do we talk about with the, the fifth seal martyrs, okay, and those who are killed during the tribulation period? Well, aren't we seeing a setup for that right now with this whole uh, war games going on in Venezuela? Yes. When they come yes. over here, guys... Trust me, it's just not going to be America. It's going to be the entire Western nations, okay? And the funny thing is, you know, when they come here, first three and a half years, they wipe everybody out. Of course, everybody that dies here that are believers are going to be under that altar, crying out for their blood to be avenged. And once that's complete, God says, now I'm going to avenge your blood. Hey, Angel, come over here with that, uh, come over here with that, uh, what's that, the, uh, the, um, what's that, the vial? The lantern filled with uh, the 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 prayers the of the saints, the voices yeah, of thunder, right. Right. the bull. Right? He's gonna take that, and whip it at the earth, get those get those seven trumpets going. Okay, and what the Bible says that a quarter of the earth, okay, the 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 Western nations, which would be make up a third of the earth's crust, will be completely destroyed. Mm. Which would be these nations that these guys, uh, Russia, China, and Iran, they want to come here and occupy it. They're not coming here. To put a mark of the beast in everybody, they're coming here to kill everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. they're coming here to wipe everybody out because they want to occupy this land. They're not going to try to hey take this mark. Th- th- that's not going to happen to three and a half years into the tribulation, anyways, because that happens with the uh, the third temple being built with the abomination of desolation. Okay, so three and a half years in the tribulation, everybody here in the Western nations. You are, what everybody, what everybody's going to face here is the wrath of these nations coming through here and invading. But thing is, like I said, God will God will avenge everybody's blood here with the seven trumpets. Okay, and isn't it funny? And correct me if I'm wrong. I saw statistics that show that the United States and all the Western nations makes up 25 percent of the world's population. Mm-hmm. Okay, just as the Bible said that quarter. 25, a quarter of the earth will perish in these trumpets. Okay, you know. All the eastern nations, like China, houses of a third of the population of the earth alone, and India is even bigger than that. Right. Okay. So we only have about twenty-five percent of the earth's population over here. Makes so sense. that lines up perfectly with the four trumpet judgments. And 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 I don't think I need to explain anymore. I sure just think well, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, it just makes too much sense to me. I know people are worried. Oh, my son here in the United States is going to face the mark of the beast. No, you're going to face someone kicking down your door. And say, are you an American citizen? Get out. And they know you're an American citizen. And they're just going to wipe everybody out. And I'm sorry to say that, but sometimes, you know, you know, unless something absolutely God really intervenes here. But according to the Bible, 
these people have to come from somewhere to end up under this altar. Where do they come from? I'm sure some people from the East are going to be showing up here, but they remember they all show up before the, the Mark of the Beast is implemented. Yeah. Well, all the people that get beheaded, you know when they show up? At the end, when they're resurrected, when John sees them all sitting on thrones judging Israel. Those are the ones that are beheaded for refusing the Mark of the Beast. And remember, half of the tribulation. That, there's a lot of people in the, in in that in that group that comes out of the great I mean tribulation. I mean, John's yeah. like there's a multitude that just can't be numbered. Yeah, uh, and so you got you got to remember like the the rapture and this and after that is the is is God getting the attention of every single person on earth with you know two witnesses. 144,000 evangelists. You've got angel in the sky preaching the everlasting gospel in everybody's native tongue so that every single person on earth will hear it. So there will be a lot of people that will come to, to salvation in the tribulation, a multitude of every nation, tribe, tongue. I mean, it's going to, every, every place is going to have representatives, Bob. Uh, yeah. of, of of people that that come out of the great tribulation and are saved, because I'm telling you, God is going to reach those people, and it's and it's a binary choice at that point. There is no skating by, there's no middle ground. It is either you are worshiping the Antichrist and Satan, or you are worshiping Jesus Christ. There is no middle ground anymore. That's why that time frame is occurring, and. As Greg mentioned as well, it's it's ultimately going to culminate in the salvation of the Jewish people, who ultimately, finally, uh, accept that Jesus Christ is their Savior, and Jesus said that He is not going to come back until they do that. And when they do that, then He'll come back. And it, it, it's gonna it's it's an amazing time frame. For those who really don't understand it, it's it's kind of difficult for people to, to comprehend, and I think that's part of like why people think that it's just a, a no big deal time. I can go through it. Uh, the the rapture doesn't need to happen before. It can happen during the, in the middle or in the beginning of the middle or at the end or whatever. No, I mean when you really thoroughly understand all these things, Bob, it's clear that this rapture sets that all up that you really can't transition into that without an actual rapture that occurs. Hey you guys, right. well, here's, some really, here's a real messed up. I'll let you say some real fast. Just the, uh, you guys follow, I know you follow cryptocurrency, right? Right. Uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. you guys yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's way down. Yeah. They're saying, no, there's, <laughs> there's something that's coming. That's going to cause it to go Bitcoin, go from where it's at right now to even half. Or wow. less than half of where it's at now. I was like, what could possibly come along now <laughs> that would cause Bitcoin to drop by half and the whole economy to just absolutely just go through the floor? The rapture would destroy the economy. Yes. Yeah. What event, guys? <laughs> what what are they waiting for? Because there's something drastic <laughs> that needs to happen. I've and been it, talking if you about tell me it's also it. gonna be a nuclear bomb, Bob. Okay, well the new nu- well, the nuclear bomb also coincides with the rapture resurrection event. Which the rapture right. resurrection event is what I believe is going to be what causes, in the end, uh, Bitcoin to drop to about where it's like absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Because no, I mean, I mean, there's so many reasons I could sit here for days and say how that's going to happen, 
But I just want to mention that. Go ahead. Uh, Crypto is suffering. Rapture digital currency. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just kind of I what I think about, too, is these other aspects that prove a pre-tribulation rapture that are necessarily spelled out in the Bible. But what's the enemy doing? So you have obviously this uh, interest in UFOs. I mean, I turned on the TV with my wife and we saw Independence Day was on there and they're just resurrecting these old movies. And if you watch Independence Day, there's almost like this this scene where they mock the people with their signs. They're sitting on this tower before the the UFO yeah. completely destroys them, like in some sort of like nuclear strike. So the enemy is conditioning, brainwashing, prepping people through Hollywood to accept, uh, you know, this disappearance of mass amount of people. Then if you uh, study the New Age teachings, there's a lot of teaching of uh, what even says specifically. 20 million people disappear off the face of the earth. Mm. And they say, oh, that's a good thing. They need to be further educated because they're behind. You know, they're hindering Mother Earth and the next cosmic shift. And so you see what the enemy is doing because he doesn't know when the rapture is going to happen, but he, he prepares for it, right? Just like in World War II, he was preparing the Hitler to be Antichrist, but he doesn't know when he's going to show up. So he always has one in the waiting. Just like with Prince Charles, he says, this man has trillions at his disposal. So we can kind of glean from what the enemy is doing, the fact that he's going to have to cover up this pre-tribulation rapture. Because think about it. If they come on all the mainstream media and say, uh, this was the rapture of the church, that's going to make people believe in Christ. They want people Mm -hmm. to turn away from Christ and be damned Mm -hmm. for all eternity. So they have Mm -hmm. to have a narrative already built in place but the, but the population has to be ready and groomed for it and ready for it. And I think, I think they're ready. I mean, if it were to happen today, I think, you know, CNN would get on there with their, their three panelists. It would be like a Catholic priest, some lukewarm prosperity preacher, and a New Age people. And they would all say the same right. thing. There would be one born-again mm-hmm. person on there telling the truth. That's why the two witnesses of the 144,000 have to start their revival because – what does it say in uh, Daniel? There'll be a famine for the word of God. Right. God is going to use this ministry, this powerful ministry, not only for Israel, but for the Gentiles we see in Revelation chapter 7, known as the tribulation saints. These mm-hmm. are not church age saints. These are tribulation saints. And that's why it says they shall neither hunger, thirst, and the sun shall not strike them. You know, what's one of the judgments? The sun is going to heat up. Bill, Bob, you talk about it all the time, Bob about how the sun's going to get really hot around 2025. Dude, these people are going to be scorching, and these tribulation saints are no longer going to have to you know, endure the heat, and Jesus Christ is going to literally uh, comfort them in the midst. He's going to shepherd them and lead them to living waters. So the Bible just, you know, the Bible um, interprets itself. It all makes perfect sense. But when people start taking Scripture out of context, context, they get confused. Well, think about the supernatural stuff that's going to happen during that time, too. Well, yeah. People are not prepared for that right now. They, I mean, they don't, oh, they don't yeah. take into consideration anything spiritual whatsoever. They try to explain it away with the natural or, or whatever, and then they yeah, mock no, you if you no. mention anything. They're definitely spiritual. not ready for that. No one's, They're yeah, not no ready one's for that. Ready They're for not prepared that. for that. They're going to have to come to grips with it somehow when they yeah. see these things. Yeah. That's why they're, that they're going to have fear. That they're, yeah. that they're, that's why it talks about that, that they're going to have fear and they're going to look at that does prime somebody to, to take control over them too. 
Oh, when people yeah. are in fear, right. man, they do stu- stupid things. I mean, you they, they do rational things. They'll follow the blind off a ledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Dust, I got a question for you. Have you ever thought about um, CERN? They're going to blame CERN for the rapture. Yes. Because CERN is getting out to mainstream media now. Okay, they went off. The, the CERN, they, didn't they fire off CERN on July 5th? And then the stones went down on July 6th. Yeah. Okay, and CERN also, they all say that, you know, CERN, they fire up CERN. You know, I, I was reading a book about a guy that was using CERN. He got he got taken into a different dimension. He disappeared Ooh. and he came back. You know, then he was like all demon possesses, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So God's um, so weak that he needs man to open up a portal for him in order to, to yeah. make the rapture occur? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm thinking maybe that would be one of the one of the things that they'll say that they'll use CERN as an excuse, you know, maybe, or you know, I had never I had never thought about that until you brought that up. In fact, when people were talking about CERN and asking all these questions, and uh, I just did a little research myself, so I went into these alternative websites and I did a little research on CERN and kind of understood that it was a blending of the scientific and the supernatural, and these people are trying to play God by splitting these atoms but you know a couple of verses came to my mind hebrews 1 says that god is the one who upholds all things by the word of his power so god is sovereign over when he allows things to go boom right and then the other thought i had was revelation i think it's revelation chapter 9 where the seal uh is it the trumpet judgment correct me if i'm wrong where the bottomless pit is opened up demons come out of there um, mm. That could be that could be referring to a portal. Yeah, that's now, nine. Bob, mm-hmm. I really like when you take the natural scientific things and then correlate them to the tribulation judgments. That's what I appreciate about your channel. So I immediately went to okay, if there if this were to happen, and God sends people a strong delusion, as Second Thessalonians chapter two says, with all power signs and lying wonders, then he, they could use the natural. God can use the natural, such as CERN to bring about his actual judgment, which is, you know, the demons coming and tormenting men for five months. So this could all kind of tie in. I just never, I never correlated it with the rapture. He could use it. I mean, listen, God, God can do whatever he deems his will is and he'll do it. And, and if he, if he says that he sends an angel down to unlock the bottomless pit, right. And that angel comes down and does something with CERN, and then all of a sudden stuff starts coming out of CERN. Well, then that's how God did it. I mean, that's you know that, that's that's all there's to it. Because right, because it gives but, credibility to CERN because these people want to believe in the world elites. They're our saviors. They have all the answers. So God gives them over. It's like a Romans one judgment. Oh, you want to believe them? Okay, I'm going to give you over. So this mm. they're going to believe it's CERN, but it's really the Lord punishing them for believing the lie, the strong delusion. It seems that's, right. that's how God works. It's like they didn't want to retain God in their knowledge, so he gives them over to a debased mind. And so mm-hmm. all these things that you're talking about, Kevin, about you know the CERN and all this stuff, they're going to believe the lie, which is tragic, because how do you come back from that? Yeah. You know what's messed up right now? I'm watching Stephen Benoon's channel. He comes out. He gets that real deep stuff. And you know what? They are really going after him now on YouTube. But he, he got some information about the aliens and all stuff like that. And he even tried to put it on his iConnect uh, uh, website. And they're taking it down from there. Uh, now, now, just think, just track with me here. 
It's like they are censoring alien stuff now. Right. Why are they so interested in censoring anything about aliens now? Aren't they? Aren't we all cuckoo for talking? Right, about right. Them? It went quickly from crackpot tinfoil hat to yeah. we've got to censor this because it's getting too close to the truth. Yeah, right. Isn't right. that isn't that amazing? Right. And I think that CERN, I think CERN is playing this role in in uh, taking away the thickness of our dimensions, and eventually it's going to tear. It, 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 Revelation nine three, where it talks about. The angel comes down there and opens up the the door to the abyss. Mm-hmm. I think they 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 really tear the crap out of that door, and the angel's like, "It's just not going to open, guys." So I come down here and open it up. But you know, they're really tearing. You can see around the cracks of that door. You can see through the trim now. I mean, they're really tearing it up. But it, it's not, and, and, you, and things are starting to seep through. The, the bugs are starting to get through now. You can start. They start to get some drafts in there, but the door's still not open yet. But when we'll you open that yeah. door, when that angel comes down, when God says it's time, now you can open the door. So mm-hmm. well, we do know that game. there's, Bob. We do know, and to, on that point, we do know there is a war in heaven that that goes on, and that uh, Satan and his followers are cast down. I mean, at, right. So, so there is a, uh, you know, an opening of between the dimensions of of heaven and here. I mean, that's where they are right now. They're they're there. And Bob, he sends them down. And guess what? That door is shut. There's no way to go back. All right. And that's why Satan is so upset, right? He's right. been cast out of heaven. Cast he knows out. he has just a little time, and he's furious. Right. And what does he do? He goes after the woman, right? He goes after right. the woman, and he also goes after her offspring. So yeah. th- think about that Satan is going to go after... The Israel, the Jewish people, and he's going to go after anybody who believes in Jesus Christ. Okay, right. that's what's going to happen during the tribulation. And to your point, Dustin, God says that He's going to send a strong delusion, delusion, so that they will believe the lie because yep. they rejected the truth. The truth. Yep. They rejected the truth. In their mind, those people, they've already rejected it. So he's going to send something so powerful that is going to set them on that path because they've rejected the truth. And they're, and like you said, and as you asked, how can you come back from that? You can't. Right. Right. You can't. Kind of like when, that's when why God, you've got to have a solid foundation and have your full armor on every single day so that you don't fall into that and be primed and ready for a strong delusion to hit you. So that you've, since you've rejected the truth, that you are going to believe the lie. Right. It's kind of similar to when God hardened Pharaoh's heart. You know, I couldn't understand it. How do you harden someone's heart? Is that really Pharaoh's, is that really Pharaoh's, uh, is he accountable at that point? But no, Pharaoh had already rejected God, rejected the God of Israel. So he hardened his heart, you know, to do what he naturally wanted to do. And we see in Revelation 11, where um, people refuse to repent. They continue to wipe their, you know, shake their fist at God and did not repent of their sorceries and all the things that they believe. Um, right. One of the things, too, I just saw this past couple of weeks. Do you guys remember that old show called Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah. Oh, sure. Trench coat? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I was yeah. trying to take a, you know, a trip back to memory lane from my childhood and I watched an episode and it just so happened that they were talking about a UFO um uh, sighting in Belgium in the late 80s. But what's interesting about these people is it was like military 
guys that saw this or it was like policemen that saw this. And they're trying to tell them to be quiet, but they're like, we know what we saw. And they saw this thing uh, going over a church. And when it got into the church, it turned into an orb of light. Mm-hmm. And then the orb of light shot up above the church. And right. I thought, Lord, that's, that can't be a coincidence that I turned on this show I haven't watched in 20 years, talking about an uh, eyewitness from the 1980s. And it looks a lot like what Bob describes. A lot of people are seeing their dreams and visions of like these orbs of light shooting up through the sky. I even saw something on a, a YouTube short where there was like this small orb that was like fluttering over. Somebody got it with their cell phone. It was over Jerusalem. Yeah, I and saw it just that sat there above Jerusalem and then went boom. Yeah. So it's like, dude, come on, Satan. Like, really? Like, this is crazy, man. <laughs> I remember seeing that, that, that orb of light uh, right over top of the Temple Mount, basically, right? I mean, it that's was right it. over yeah, top it. of that. Yeah. And it was yeah. in there for a long time and then just went yeah. so fast. There- there were there were multiple videos of that, but I think there yeah. was one that was genuine, uh, and then there was another one that somebody came up with. I think they were intentionally trying to throw people off, and it just looked so fake. And I said, no, I think this one's real, and I can tell that someone is trying to debunk this thing and try to right. you know make us believe right. that this this stuff doesn't exist. Uh, so I, I saw those two and I compared the both of them and I said, yeah, there, I believe that this one is genuine. It is real. That's interesting. Yeah. There's also yeah. sightings over the Vatican. They're saying, listen, Bob, you've mentioned it 6,000% up from last year. I mean, th- this stuff is, is, is all pointing to these things, these supernatural crazy things happening in the near future. Okay. And right. I think that's what we're all trying to get across yep. is that yep. we're, we don't know the exact day of the rapture. We don't know when that's going to happen. But we see this gigantic seven-year period that we're just screaming toward at yeah. breakneck speed and that things are not slowing down. They're actually getting faster and faster. The deception of things, the de- mm-hmm. people deceiving, the false flags, the, the lies, the lawlessness the practicing lawlessness. If somebody defends themselves in a liquor store, guess what happens to them? They go to jail. They mm-hmm. go to jail, but the guy who commits a murder or whatever, well, you know, we're okay. He's, he, we have to be, uh, you know, equal justice, equity. We have to be careful. No bail for that guy. But I mean, the guy who's defending himself, he's getting hammered from all sides. Are you kidding? This is yeah, the that, society, though, that we're living in these days. Well, they're getting us ready for this invasion, okay? I, you know, the, the border's been wide open for, what, two years now? And all, they're, they're saying all these people are crossing the border. I think, I believe that they've already been importing, importing soldiers stuff. in here for the last two years and moving them strategically all over yeah. the country. Okay, you think, you think, you think that they're all, uh, they're all just all Cubans. No, they're, they're all mixed. They found Russian soldiers. They found them all. They found Chinese soldiers. They found them all, even though they're like, hey, you're not supposed to find these guys. And then all of a sudden the news just disappears. Okay. But they've been shipping them all over the country because I believe when the time comes after the rapture, when they pull the trigger and the invasion begins, you know, you're not going to sit there and wait for these guys to come over the Canadian border and come up from the Texas border. They're smarter than that. They're mm-hmm. going to be in every every position. They need to be closing off roads within minutes. 
Sleeper cells, basically. Yeah, right? government continuity of the United States. That's what they're, that's what they're going to do. They're going to close off roads within minutes, and they're going to be closed off everywhere. They're already in the works right now in Canada. I mean, you see these right. officers and how just ruthless they are. They don't care about yeah. any of the, any of the uh, <clears throat> Canadian uh, uh, civilians there. They don't care about them at all. No. Okay? So the fact that that's happening right now is just um, – it, I hate to I hate to be a bearer of bad news, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But you know that's the fact that everything's happening right now. That's right your ministry, Bob. <laughs> right before the seven year cycle begins this upcoming September, okay. The fact that that's right there, I, I think it, it doesn't get any better. Though I'm sure it's going to get a lot worse, you know. <laughs> unfortunately. But he right. know what though? The fact that oh, one more thing I want to mention, Kevin, you said the six thousand percent increase. Yeah, I believe the reason why we're seeing a six thousand percent increase in the UFOs is because they're not because they can't. They just want to come out and say, "Hey, check us out. Here we are. Now it's time." No, I think it's also because of the fact that 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 veil has worn so thin that they can't hide themselves no more. Yeah, yeah that makes. Uh, they had a they they had floating pyramid above the Pentagon. Or was that right. in the White House? Which one was that? I think it was sitting there turning. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. They can't hide this stuff no more. They're trying to cloak as best they can. They even resort to uh, gigantic clouds covering ships now. And they're, they're right. coming on the TV. They can't hide. They can't, they can't jump from dimension to dimension anymore. And it, I guess it depends what part of the world that they're in. I'm not sure exactly how that works. But they're, re, they're resulting now. They're resorting now. To cloak themselves in clouds now, because they can't jump to that dimension. And by the mm-hmm. way, did you guys hear what Ellen Marzulli was talking about last week's video? He was talking mm-hmm. about that uh, the Navy ships, American Navy ships, are being attacked mm-hmm. by a swarm of UFOs. You guys hear about that? No, I missed that one. I didn't hear about I that. I missed that one. Yeah, go Is back that- and check oh. it out. He was talking about uh, these, uh, and they, they didn't report it, evidently. But they were they were actually attacking the, the navy ships. Could you imagine if they actually reported the things that that are happening? I mean, I I, I think that they're right in some respects because I do think, like I said before, the public's not ready for this. The, like, not. yes, they've been des- desensitized to the to the point where, like you're saying, you see the people on the top of the U.S. bank tower, and they're like, "We worship the aliens. Welcome!" And the aliens go wham, and the whole building goes, Burr. and it's like, "Oh, that's not a good sign." Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, the, but so yes, people are desensitized in some respects, but it's not real until it's real, right? I mean, right. it's like, okay, yeah, they, they can get there, but when it happens, Bob. People are going to panic. They, 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 they're going to lose their minds. Mm-hmm. If, if actually they did come out and, and say the U.S. Navy has been attacked by UFOs, I mean, and, and like people were like, oh, ha, ha, you know, because they, they, they would resort to that because they don't want to accept it because it's just it's too much. So they, they put on a facade. They'll joke about it. But if it's like if they had actual footage of it and showed like the Navy getting attacked, and like our missiles are down, we cannot fire. And then like, and if that person actually experienced it and was in that ship when that happened, that would be a whole different reaction from that that person. And that's what I'm saying is like, when all this stuff happens and people are in the mix of it, 
that's when you're going to start seeing desperation and fear. Yeah. But there is a little bit of a trickle feed going on. You can see that through the media, oh, yeah. through, you know, uh, just taking polls. Just recently, I saw another, uh, actually, Brother John uh, brought it to my attention. MSN had a story on a UFO sighting that happened back in the 60s. Mm. Um, and we said, why, why are they... Why are they reporting on this? Why why is this even an article? And I scrolled through it, looked through it, you know, on on MSN, and all the way to the bottom, of course, what did they have? They had a poll. So <laughs> all I could all I could come from, you know, that I could uh, do deduce from that was that they have uh they're taking, you know, they're it's taking a, a poll. Yeah, they're taking a poll, you know, yeah. um mm-hmm. to see where people are right now with their belief in UFOs. And you'll you'll see, even from previous Roper polls, that it's going up. It just keeps going up and up. Right. More and more people, 40% in the dec- next decade, 50%. I think it's over 60% now. Well, it'll be I'm 100% pretty sure it's over. one day. <laughs> well, what are they? Yeah, well, that's one of the things we were asking. Well, what, what could it be that they're waiting for? You know, are they waiting for a specific number to maybe? I don't right. know. Hand of restraint to be removed. <laughs> well, that's, 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 I mean, once that hand is, is removed, they're like, you know what? That's it. Let's go. Boom. I don't care. Let's go. I think they're getting sloppy. I, you know, they're just, just they're just getting sloppy. They can't hide nothing no more. No, well, not only that, but you know, they public they publicly came. NASA came out publicly and said that they were working with theologians from the Vatican yeah. to explain this alien uh, phenomenon. So. What do you think that these theologians who are part of the Vatican are going to? They're not going to talk about the rapture. They're I grew up Catholic. Catholics are amillennialists. They don't even believe in a, a rapture, let alone you know the millennial kingdom. So they're they're picking the false dominant church. And what better way to get the people together underneath the false dominant church? Uh, a lot of people put their trust in priests and all these false prophets. That's why I think Jesus said. Well, the number one thing he said in Matthew 24, the very first thing he said was, do not be deceived for many false Christs and false prophets will come in my name. They're all going to be there explaining uh, with NASA this phenomenon, but it's going to be against uh, the truth, you know. So I, I just wonder what goes on in those back rooms, what they're going to use and how they're going to explain this all the way to tie everybody in to make the fear, because they're going to use fear. And we saw 2020, 2020 proved that people will do anything with fear. Um, mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Are those the best re- representatives, though, to be talking about this? I mean, they're, they're the ones who have the Lucifer telescope. They're the ones who right. said that uh, if aliens know more about God than we do, we'll be baptized by them. I mean, right, really? right. Those are, those are the people that you want to put your faith and trust in to, to, to lead you down the right path. Uh, you know what, Bob? I, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not going to get behind them. I mean, I, I don't think they're looking for a savior for, from an extraterrestrial savior, and his name's not Jesus. I can tell you that. Right. Right. So you're well, right. They, they are looking for a lie. They are not looking for the truth, and they're going to be all swept up in that strong delusion. They're going to be part of it, part of the deceiving, and part of the being deceived, aren't they? Well, yeah. the fact that, you know, Going back to, like, do we have another seven more years or another 20 more years? Well, here's the thing. Klaus Schwab is calling for the global reset. China's calling for the global reset. Every liberal in the world, every country in the world is calling for a global reset, not even America's, too. Now. So everybody wants the big reset, okay? 
thing is, what is the big reset? Read Revelation chapter 12. I'll tell you all about it. Okay, this big beast that comes up out of the sea. Okay, read the book of Daniel. I'll tell you all about it. Okay, the versions of it. Okay, so with that being said, you know, they're, if, we're, if they're doing a global reset now, do you, what makes you think that there's going to be the rising of the beast kingdom 20 years from now or even 10 years from now? So you mean to tell me these guys are going to do this big, huge, epic reset, and then they're going to go down, and they're going to be there's going to be an even more evil, big, epic reset that overtakes them in ten years? Isn't aren't That's these all these people who are orchestrating? Bob, aren't they, all these people who are orchestrating this stuff going to be dead in twenty years? I mean, they're all like sixty yeah. to eighty years old. I mean, they're they're right. like super old people. Right. I, 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 they I, still I, believe no, in the transhumanism aspect now. of it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, aren't they pushing for like? Aren't they all talking about immediacy, pretty much? That it's got it's got to happen now. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, why why, why manufacture this? Um, you know, this virus. I'm sorry, we can't say that we're allowed to, because as yeah. a matter of fact, there was a report that just came out um, not too long ago that uh, was commissioned by the United States government to look into it, and they said that. It's more than than likely, and it's pretty obvious that this was manufactured in a lab. And what did the administration do? Eh, they just ignored it because it's yep. not important to them, Bob. They've got much bigger things to deal with with China than to figure out whether or not they, they were the origin of this uh, virus. They've got a, they've got business deals, Bob. They've got ten percent going to the big guy. I mean, they've oh, got yeah. all kinds yeah. of stuff going on. They got to give them, uh, you know, our oil out of the strategic reserves. I mean, they have yeah. business deals up the yin yang. So, you know, I'm telling you, this, this this origin stuff and this this COVID stuff, Bob, that that's got to be put on the back burner. That's got to be silenced mm-hmm. because they've got this immediacy in order to actually take down this country. Because let's be honest, Bob, this country really kind of holds this world together in some respects and it's no it's no uh surprise because like you were saying earlier dustin jesus is the one who actually holds everything together and of course they twist and turn it and they call it dark matter (laughs) when it's actually light matter which is the light and that he holds everything together and of course we the salt the light uh, are have a massive uh dwelling in the united states and right. we're the ones who are, you know, basically restraining the evil from from coming forward. So, of course, what the, what is the evil going to want to do? They're going to tear down that stronghold, right? They want to mm-hmm. bust it apart. They want to demolish it. They want to kill. They want to destroy it. They want to divide it. And that's what we've been seeing. And so, none of this stuff is a. If you're watching, none of this stuff is actually a surprise. That, that the government and the administration that's in office right now is completely lying to every single person in this world about what their true motives are and what they are actually doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, just this stuff's coming out in drips and drabs, and, and they ignore it. And then they, they, they say, hey, what about this voicemail that, that – Joe Biden's talking to his son and saying, I know all about these business deals. And um, basically, New York Times wrote about this China deal. And I think we're in the clear. We're in the clear. I mean, and then they, you ask him about it. And the, the spokesperson said, I refer you to Hunter Biden's representative. It's like on something that Joe Biden, the president said, that's interesting. Why would you refer them over to Hunter Biden unless you just didn't want to talk about it? 
And that's what they don't. They don't want to talk about it. It's like if they get away with murder. Don't they? It's like well, during Watergate, if, if Nixon and all them and Nixon was just like, you know what? Sorry, I don't I want to talk about this stuff. Nobody's going to talk about this stuff. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. Nothing happened there. Uh, I mean, get away they, with murder. Yeah, that's they what they're really doing do. now, though. They're trying it, man. Yeah, it took a while for them to get here. You know, Joe Biden kept on saying, we're going to build back better. We're going to build back better. Well, before you build something back better, what do you do? You got to tear it down. Yeah, tear it down. And right now, we're in the ter- we're in the middle of the teardown right now. They, they want a liberal order that is free of gas, free of emissions, free of any type of freedom, complete communism on steroids, okay, absolute destruction, and a, 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 with a side of depopulation. By ninety five percent, according to side the order, side order. Yeah, <laughs> they they so say that they we're in a transition, right, Bob? Yeah. They're like that's we're in a transition here. Like at first, inflation was transitory, right? A transition period. Oh well, well, sorry, I was wrong about that. Inflation's here to stay, but you know what? We're paying more at the pump, but that's a good thing, Bob, because yeah. we're transitioning to clean. Uh, cleaner uh, fuels and stuff like that, so that we won't have to have this problem anymore. And I'm so you should be do happy. your part, Bob, and that's buy an electric car right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. be happy. Yeah, we'll be happy. Yeah. About you'll, own nothing. you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. Be happy. You'll be happy. Sounds you'll eat like insects, a- fake meat, and you'll be happy. <laughs> Come on, man. So. You know, it makes you it makes you wonder how far is this going to go. You know, no one's doing anything to stop it right now. But yeah, I'm, I'm, we're starting to see some things. We're starting to see some glimmer of hope. You know, we can. You know, prayer is starting to return to schools because that one coach, uh, oh, Supreme yeah. Court, ruled in his favor that he can right. pray at the games. Okay, right. we had Roe versus Wade overturned. Okay, mm-hmm. we're starting to see some good things happening here. And some people have been saying to me, "Hey, Bob, what if we're actually going into like a?" a major revival over the next seven years instead of the tribulation period. Can that happen? It can happen. I don't see it happening, <laughs> but you know, I'll give it, I'll, I, I say I'm a, probably about, about 80, 20%, 80, 20, 80. Oh. That is uh, in favor of the tribulation, right? 20% in favor of, you know, maybe something, you know, like a seven years, uh, another seven year reprieve. You know, mm. you think about um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Noah and his family, when they went to the ark, they were in the ark for seven days. They say they went to the ark for seven days thinking that the judgment was about to happen right there on the spot when that door closed. No, it, they went in there and they sat around for seven days, a week, you know, seven years. Could that be the case for us? You know, I don't know. That's, uh, like I said, to me, it's 80 20. There's too much information that's pointing towards. The tribulation, like uh, Dustin was saying, we're looking for that big seven-year, juicy seven-year period. We're looking for that big, dirty, stinking time of <laughs> hell. Okay, that's what we're looking for. It stands, it sticks out like a big sore thumb. Okay, yeah. and wait, you know what? The next seven-year period looks like that to me. It's a big sore thumb, but right? that's the way it looks to me right now. So look rosy. And if we're here, come October, November. Then okay, I was an educated guess. I was wrong. Maybe we have another seven years of revival. I tell you, what, if we're still here. We better we better see a red wave. Then, we better see something happen in Washington. That, that would, yeah, and that would because, be the abridged version of Road to Twenty Twenty Four, right? Uh, yeah, well, I got to write a new yeah. book. Yeah, 
I'm pretty sure you're going to need to follow this one up with a sequel. <laughs> with or, a sequel, uh, but, sequel rather. But we're still, we'd still be on the road to 2024, possible 2024 rapture. Um, but the here, but you know what, Bob, you're right. I mean, the, look at that's why we still look at certain things because if we all were like, okay, the rapture is going to happen before September 27th or on September 27th, then why would we even care or look or or do anything uh, to see watch anything coming up? Uh, but the fact is, is that we don't know. We have our best guess. And we can see how things line up and we can make, you know, speculation and judgment on those and guesses. But we still have the possibility of going further and going past September. So if that's the case, guess what? You're right. If that's the case, then let's do what Ephesians 5 says and expose all these people for their lives. Let's go ahead and let's do that. Let's do our very best to get the people in there that are actually going to never relent until the truth comes out and all this stuff. Let's go for that. And what we are seeing, though, is that, look, you got to hand it. I mean, the American people uh, as a whole are rejecting what's coming out of this, out of the Democrats and the the White House. Let's be honest. They are. But um, but even so, Democrats themselves the latest poll shows, and you're not going to believe this, Bob, but the latest poll shows that although like 70% of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to, to run again in 2024, if he did run again in 2024, 24 of 25 Democrats would still vote for him. Yep. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, 96% said they yeah. would still vote for him. So mm-hmm. the, so du- so Dustin do these people that feel that way actually have any hope? I mean, are they ever going to turn around? I mean, what's what's it going to take? I mean, listen, this is spiritual stuff aside. Let's just let's right. just say in the world of what's going on with your life in the world and as a person and you see that you live in this country and you see how it's been run, and you're like, yep, I want that to continue. What kind of person is that? Yeah, that's a Romans 1 fool right there. They're a fool. I mean, that's just, it. Go, it's a debased mind. Yeah, Every explanation, yeah. even, the sol- even the solutions that were given. You know, we could solve all of these problems that we're having in America, but it's not meant to be solved. They're meant to start a crisis. To, you know, like you said, in order to build back better their system, they have to tear the existing system down. Why do you think we saw the riots in 2020, the takedown of the statues, the woke church? They're trying to invade the churches. They're even invading the churches with the with the jab, you know, and all that other stuff. There's um, I, I can't tell you how grieved I am by my fellow brothers and sisters within the churches that are eating this stuff up. The mainstream media uh, narratives. OK, so they transform if you if you go and do a little more research on who's running this country right now, their their template is uh, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals right. and his thirteen ways, uh, thirteen rules for radicals. And where they what they're talking about is pitting opposites against each other. That they need conflict because out of conflict comes change, right. and we know that from like how did the United Nations come about through World War? Yeah. So that's why war is always used as a cover. So. 
in the League of Nations before that. Us. None of this surprises us. But again, America has to be absorbed by this global system in order for the global system to come. In order for the Great Reset to truly happen, um, I think you know the rapture has to happen because you're taking so many saved, born-again believers out of the country and out of the world, and then that collapses the economy, which justifies this digital, let's con- consolidate everything into one, let alone the fear of everybody's uh, family members and children missing. People are going to be willing to give up their freedom because they're going to be crying peace and safety, peace and security. Mm. Oh, no, those aliens took my, my family members. I need I, You can track me now. I don't want to be left. So if I'm gone, you can tell me where I've gone because, you know, it's just, it's just the perfect setup. Right. But I believe that America mm-hmm. has to be absorbed. That's why we're seeing the takedown that, you know, the, you talk about sleeper cells. The sleeper cells are in the administration that's running this country right now. If you look at their worldview, their worldview lines up with Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. Right. And they all think they're going to have a place of power when America goes down. That's why they don't care about the American people. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about anybody but themselves, because in communism, they're promised Oh, if you do this, if you, you know, trade your country, trade your country people over, you'll have a place of power. But what happens when the revolution happens? They're the first to die. If you look at the old communist revolutions, the people that sold their sold them sold out, those were the first to die. They're called useful idiots. It's mm. a, it's a it's a historical term, useful idiots if you look it up. So all of this is history. It's called the color revolution. And the color and in my opinion, brothers brothers and sisters, this color, color revolution started way before 2020, but 2020 manifested it. And I can't, you know, I have to watch what I say on here, but y'all know what I'm talking about. This takedown happened way before 2020. It was just put on pause, I believe, through Trump. Trump was an act of mercy, and now they're just picking up with the program. Yeah. I love what you say there. The rapture rapture resurrection has to happen in order for this global system to take down this country. Okay, because the the global system that's coming is first of all, it's the first time in history a total global tyranny system that has like every nation on board. And now America is the last of the Mohicans. Okay, it's the last one to go down. It's also the most powerful one. So they save like the worst for last. Okay, and on top of all that, the mark of the beast is coming with this big global system. All right, we Mm -hmm. already see like you like like you were saying there, Dustin, that. Things are going to begin to happen where people disappear, and they're like, "Please put up, put something in me. If something happens to me, just another great reason why the, it's a good time to implement the mark of the beast. This system coming in is going to give the mark of the beast. If we're not going to see the system come in, go for a hundred years, wait for something else to come along and implement the mark of the beast. When they're all ready, we're already seeing the technology for it happening right now." And now they're trying to create the narrative why you would need it right now. I mean, look what they're doing with our economy right now. Uh, Biden said we're going to an all-digital system this year, not in 2050, this year. So well, guess what? That means your cash is trash, okay? You won't be able right. to participate in this thing. Oh, I got Bitcoin. It's like, well, that's great, but Bitcoin is not centralized, okay? It's decentralized. We don't like that idea. So your Bitcoin is mm-hmm. no good here. You want to, you know, you know, Bitcoin's going to happen. You know, what's going to happen to Bitcoin and gold here. It's going to become part of the underground economy here. Mm. People are going to be trading underground, you know, behind closed doors and using this. And that'll probably last for a while. But when you, when the time comes for you to actually get into the system that they have coming here, where they use the Fed coin, 
you're going to have to trade in your gold and your Bitcoin and whatever you got to get the Fed coin and also and everything. Well, I'll get into that later, but uh, to get the Fed coin. And when they do that, it's going to be 10 cents on the dollar or five cents on the dollar because they don't want you to have any money. <laughs> so if you have all this wealth. It's going to yeah. wipe out your wealth. Okay. And on top of all that, you know, some people are in the comments section like, oh, man, Bob doesn't think the rapture is going to happen this fall. Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. Another way to look at this whole, all the good things that are happening right now with Roe versus Wade and that, that coach I was telling you about the Supreme Court rulings and how we're starting to see good things happen. I'll give you two points why that's happening and why it points to the rapture resurrection happening soon. It, first of all, the first point I want to make is I've always talked about how it basically, I'm not saying I'm prophesying it, but I guess maybe I am, but I just felt, feel like in my spirit that the bride of Christ will get her brightest right before she shut off. It's, it's going to be like, hey, everybody, look at me. And everybody turns and looks at her, and then, boom, she's gone. Right? She- That's very much what's happening. A lot of great things are happening. People are starting to get hopeful. And all of a sudden, it's going to be turned off. And now they're going to be in a worse situation than they were before. Okay? And on top of all that, what's happening with all the good things that are happening right now in the legislation and the Supreme Court, with like, uh, like I was talking about, could also represent the dead man's bounce. And we all know what that is. Comes down, bam, bam. Okay, now it's dead. So maybe we're looking at the dead man's bounce. He comes, mm-hmm. hits the ground, goes up. Hey, we got this whole Rover Swing getting overturned. Hey, we see this coach being able to pray at the at the uh, at the ball game. All of a sudden, bam. Just the dead man's bounce. That's all it is. Interesting. Okay. So I guess get excited about hopefully it's not the dead man's bounce, but more likely it's going to be that's just what we're looking at right now is just the dead man's bounce. I listen, this country's had United States has had bad presidents, bad decisions, bad policies, bad things throughout the entire history. But it's never been like this where you're like right. I am not going to defend the border of the country. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that is the mm-hmm. actual response, and that's their policy. They're like, we're just just bring them in. It's fine. They the, the, look. They're, we got to be. We have to be sympathetic to them and and find out the root causes. We got to deal with all that. But in the meantime, just bring them all in, no matter what. From 150 countries, look at. We've got a border which is just wide open, Bob. They're doing nothing about it, and they don't want to do anything about it. As a matter of fact, they want people to come. Joe Biden said, come. Come. That's what he said. So, look, at mm-hmm. in regards to that, and then also our energy, just they shut it down so we can't produce. They give it away when we do produce it. I mean, th- this is a coordinated attack to bring this country down from within and these people are doing it and whether or not they actually realize that they're doing that for bad instead of for good, because I really do think that they think Bob, that that, that they are destroying it on purpose and they know that they mm-hmm. are, but they think that something good is going to come out of it. Like yeah. that, that, that they can make things better. And we, and we just don't, we are just not as smart as them, Bob. We just don't know as much as they do. <laughs> they, 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 they know it's their best interest. That's yeah. what they think. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's warped. It's a warped sense of thinking. And uh, I do believe there are points in which some of these people get involved with occult 
practices, rituals. I mean, very maybe it's a very small amount, right? Right. Um, I, I think we've seen some of that stuff in the past. You know, some people have brought up Bohemian Grove and this and that. And some of that uh-huh. is probably small in comparison to some of the things that really go on behind the scenes with some of these top elite people. But they're really wor- worshiping Lucifer. They're worshiping Satan. Um, and Well, they're uh, also like controlling yeah. this demolition. Then I think they think that they're going to come out on top. And unlike what you're talking about, Dustin, earlier, is like the useful idiots go first. Like, but these people don't, they don't respect history, obviously. They rewrite history. They, they, they say things that are false. And then they, they, the things that you should be proud of, they are not. And the things that you shouldn't be, they are. And then they change things. But I think they really think that if they're on this side that is part of the, the, the demolition team, that mm-hmm. and all the rubbles there, that they're going to be the ones standing on top of the rubble going, okay, we control this rubble pile. Now, all of you minions, you're going to make this castle for me. And I think right. that they really think that, they, that they've got the upper hand. Um, but, uh, but I think they also have another thing coming too. I think that they're going to be the first to go. I just like what you're saying, Dustin, is like the, the, they're not going to survive. They're not going to survive it. They're going to be the first to go. And if they did survive it and they continue on, they're not going to choose righteousness. Okay. Yeah. Their minds, their minds have been given over to this debasement. Okay. They are deluded and they are not going to change their minds, but there are plenty of people out there that, that can, that, that actually can make a good decision and follow the truth. And we're seeing those people come to Christ now. And the ones who don't, and the when the just think of what the the repercussions of a rapture occurring, the dead in Christ rise first, and people are disappearing; they're gone. I mean, to some people, that is going to be a life changing moment for them when they're yeah. not taken. <laughs> I mean, sure, it'll right. be a life changing moment for us for sure, but for them as well, because they, they will see that something gigantic happened. And that they will, they will know that those people were followers of Jesus Christ. There will be many, many people who do. Because otherwise, Bob, how can you withstand the Antichrist and withstand the strong delusion? You have to believe. You have to have faith at that point. Boy, you, you, better... that you just didn't have before the rapture, but you do have afterwards. Trust me, when, you're, when you walk up to that uh, platform or that bench whatever they do and they're gonna put you on the bench and tie you down and they start cranking up that axe to come down in your head you better believe in something okay yeah, you're, you're not gonna be like that uh, you're not gonna get to that, that point unless you believe in something huh? right exactly and that's like that movie right um with um what was his name mel gibson and he's like uh down on the wreck and he's like i'm gonna scream freedom i mean he mm-hmm. believed in something right and so he was able to go all the way well, that's exactly what these 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 people are going to be, and they're going to be in the in and believe in freedom, meaning freedom from sin, through through the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and through the the, the redemptive work that He did. They are going to believe that, and their works are going to follow them all the way to their death, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Because that is going to be their option, and they are going to take that option will, willing willfully and willingly. And they're not going to have to worry about what they say or what they do because 
God's going to put that that into them. Right. That, those so those they, tribulation saints are amazing to me, Dustin. That's yeah. why I just yep. like I think about them, and I'm like, they are, and they also get resurrected at the end uh, at the end of the tribulation, and they also they reign uh, rule and reign for a thousand years as a well. Years. But but I can tell you this: we're already resurrected. That's another reason why there's a rapture before that happens, because right. that is a different group of people. We are already yep. resurrected, dead in Christ and alive. We are changed in a moment. And then the other ones are resurrected at the end of the seven years. Right. So there are different groups being resurrected at the same time. You know, that's again, why at, at different times. So that, that that's another proof of a pre-tribulation rapture. You know, that's why it's so important. When you see when you see on the news people in the Netherlands, you see all these farmers, these Dutch farmers, you see the people in Sri Lanka uh, running their own president out of the country, when you see the trucker convoy in Canada, when you see this great awakening of people, I would believe a lot, a lot of the larger number of people that are protesting probably are not born again by, by believing Christians. There might be some saved believers, you know, sprinkled within that group. But exactly. I see those as potential uh, tribulation saints because yes. they're already awakened to, hey, man, they're taking my freedom. So now, Lord willing, when the rapture happens, those seeds that were planted by the church age believers will start to take root. And then you got the power, the pump, the power punch, which is the 144,000 Jewish evangelists, the two witnesses. And they're going to be preaching the gospel of uh, the kingdom. They're going to be preaching of the, the, the last three and a half years. And so these people that have already been red pilled that are left behind that survived the rapture, because a lot of people are going to die in the rapture, I believe as well. Sure. These are the people that are already awake to a degree and then when they realize that, man, this is God doing this, then I think it'll be they'll just be ready to receive Christ and they'll be ready to be beheaded because they're already taking those measures to stop traffic, stop agriculture. Look at those Dutch farmers. Did you see what they were doing with those tractors? They were like pushing it into the tanks. Like it's crazy what people are already doing in the church age. Now imagine in the tribulation when times are more desperate, the people are starving and they clearly see the handwriting on the wall. Oh, those were all those crapture, uh, crazy rapture ready people were telling me about. This is happening right before our very eyes. Of course, I'm going to die for Christ because everything they told us in the church age is coming true before our very eyes. I got nothing to lose, man. That's the thing. Right. It's like there's so many back to back to back things that happen that are so supernatural and crazy that even the people who don't want to believe in God are the ones who are blaspheming God himself. So, I mean, it is going to be obvious. You're also going to have the Antichrist who's going to declare himself as God. When was the last time that happened on, on, on earth where a person said, I am God. That was Jesus. It was Jesus. He was the one. He said, I am, I am, and the father are one. No one goes to the father, but through me, I was, I was there before Abraham was born. I mean, yeah. he, he, th th that's why the, the Jews were like, this is blasphemy. This is blasphemy. You're basically calling yourself God. Yeah. And he's like, he said, well, I, if, the you've seen the father, if, you, if yep. you've seen me, you've seen the father. <laughs> they didn't like any of that stuff. Right. But you are actually going to have somebody else, the Antichrist, who's going to come here and proclaim himself as God. And he's going to sit in the Holy of Holies and he's going to do it there and he's going to defile it and he's going to proclaim himself as God. That is going to be a major turning point, I think, Dustin, for a lot of people, too, yep. because they're going to be yeah. like, wait a minute. This guy is not God. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all. Uh, that that just goes back to uh, 
what I was saying earlier. You know, I don't think America is really going to, and the Western nations are really going to be dealing with the mark of the beast because, like, it doesn't come out till the middle of the tribulation. You think they're going to be the Western already. nations are going to be destroyed? But here's the thing: in the East, what's going on in the East? You have Israel. You got everybody in the East for the most part. They're into their gods still. Sure. It's us in the West. We're we're, we're not into gods. They are into gods over there. Okay, they're super religious and spiritual in the East. Okay, so here you have the Antichrist, which is, by the way, the uh, the, the the savior for the Muslim religion, Islam. Okay, mm-hmm. and now uh, this guy's going to show up, claim that he's got to take over that Jewish temple, and they got all that stuff about the Noahide laws that said that you should be beheaded if you break any of these seven laws. Now. Right. Here you have Islam that says, if you don't agree with our religion, we're going to behead you. So right. all this beheading narratives between all these Islam, the Noahide laws, and all this stuff like that, and you're going to have all that going on in the East, where all the Muslims, for the most part, are at. Okay, so you see how this whole being beheaded for refusing the mark of the beast is going to be more of a East narrative. It's not going to be a Western narrative. Okay, well, you're not I could be wrong, but... Highly unlikely. You're not going to have like, Hindus and Buddhists either being able to skate through either, Bob. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not going to be able to keep their religion and, and, and continue on. They're, they don't get an exemption. Mm-hmm. It's like the, 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 you have to worship the beast. You must mm-hmm. worship the beast. You have to, In order to buy or sell, you have to worship the beast and take, take his mark or the name. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, these other people who have other religions, Bob, they're not exempt. Mm-hmm. The question well, we is, know. are they going to give up their religion and find right. Jesus Christ through the, the 144,000, the two witnesses right. at the beginning, and then also the angel that comes and speaks to them in their language? Because they're going to know the truth. Thousand. They'll know the truth at that point. And where are the 144,000 going to be, Kevin? They're not going to be over here. They're no. going to be preaching in the east. They're not going to get on planes and fly over here. They're going to be preaching in the east. They're getting everybody ready in the east for what's coming three and a half years in. Okay, and I think I think that 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 point of no return for them, they're probably going to say, "Hey, you know what? You know when we when the uh, when we leave, you guys are on your own, but we're getting you ready for it because the one hundred forty four thousand are taken out of here halfway through the tribulation period, along with the two witnesses. They're gone. Okay, so their their ministry is done. So now they're going to see them all leave, and they're going to be like, oh, so they were, so wow, those guys were real. And now they warn us about this Antichrist doing this whole thing in the Third Temple, and they're going to institute this mark and cut our heads off if we don't go along with it. They warned us about it, and now they're doing it, and now they're gone. Right. So what do we do? Well, I'm going to believe what they told me, and all of a sudden, that's when that whole narrative begins. Because you know what's going, what's like I said over here in the middle, over here in the West, you know that's God's going to deal with the West with the uh, seven trumpet judgments. <laughs> yeah, we should get Are to questions. Open? Yeah, we should get to questions soon, guys. But um, definitely oh, good yeah, stuff. Um, but yeah. it opens uh, them up to the truth, and I think that's the key: is that it opens them up to right. receive the truth at that point. I got some yeah. questions here from uh, Chester. If you guys, when we go through them. I've yeah. been answering questions here in the uh, the ones that you starred. I've been Good. answering a bunch of them in the uh, Good. I, I answered just about all of them in the Excellent. thing here. I'll, I'll go back. But I'll say real fast with Chester. Chester has a few here. He says, uh, will the monkeypox uh, shot to the arm be the new snake bite 
I can see that happening. Just because we're not going to face the market of beast does not mean we're going to continue facing mandates to put in our body. We're going to face our own form of mandates here. That's not going to be good for us either. It might not be a mandate that'll send you to hell, but it'll certainly kill you. Okay. And let's see here. And it says here, Trump's, uh, if Trump does win 2024, will he be a second term agenda with the Republicans in the Senate and the House? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what he's saying here, but uh, if Trump comes back in 2024, I think we're going to be long gone unless something changes. Like I said, that we're, the tribulation doesn't happen for another seven more years, which I think is highly unlikely. He says here, uh, can November 8th Blood Moon be an event where the Republicans win the midterm 2022 election? It could probably, it's a blood moon. Blood moons are warning of bad things. Yep. <laughs> if Republicans win, it's probably going to be a good thing. So my guess is there's not going to be a there's not going to be an election because if people have forgotten half the Democrats haven't even paid their election dues yet. They're not paying for anything because you know why they're not worried about the elections coming up. And if we haven't forgotten, the World Health Organization takes control of the world this September. So if they see things are not going in their favor here in the United States, what are they going to do? Oh, pandemic, pandemic, scare, 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 shut everything down. No election, no, everybody stay in your house. Nobody can come out. Sorry, can't do elections. Take care of that Well, I can yeah. say this, like, if if the rapture happens, then, I mean, all bets are off for any kind of elections to happen or whatever. Yeah, I, think, I mean, the way, the way the climate's looking at now, the political climate, is like the rapture is the Democrats' best hope, I think. I just... I just don't see like uh, them them hanging on to power um, in the House and the Senate if if in fact we're all still here. I just don't I, I don't see how they'd be able to turn this tide around. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a gigantic thing. Now, it's I guess it's possible that the rapture doesn't happen and that we're still here and they come up with something in order to shut things down. They declare some kind of national emergency over. Who knows what climate? I mean, they could. I mean, at any moment, Bob, they could just say climate is a existential threat and we don't want people going out in their cars to vote. Uh, so yep. we're, we're going to shut it down. I mean, they could do whatever they, they want. Listen, it depends on really how desperate they are at that point. Right. And like how much they really want to hold on to that power that they have. But I think Chester's uh, question was more about like if we're still here and continuing on until 2024, and then say Trump runs for re-election, he wins, and then the, the Republicans have the House and the Senate. Well, that already happened before. The Republicans did have the the, the House. Didn't, I, I don't know if they had the Senate or not. They had the House. No, I think they did have the Senate as well. Yeah, they had both. They had everything. And what did they do? They did nothing. They did nothing. Right. I mean, Joe Biden, right. or not Joe Biden, John McCain went up there and put his thumb down and said, no, Obamacare stands. I mean, they did nothing. Paul Ryan was the Speaker of the House. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do in 2024? If you're waiting for the Republicans to actually do something, I mean, the only, the best thing you're going to get is Lindsey Graham writing a strong letter to somebody. I mean, that's yeah. about all you're going to get. Stop trusting a man who has but a breath in his nostrils of what account is he. Exactly. That's it. I, I don't have any blessed hope in the Republicans. I'm sorry. There's, yeah. there's no hope. You have to literally get rid of 95% of the Republican Party. And completely you would have to, over. right. And that's not going to happen. There's, there's so, like a few people, right? I mean, there's a few people that actually – 
love this country and would do the right thing. But there are so few of them. The, like so many of them, though, are just are in it for the money. They have their hands in corporate pockets and this and that. They got they they, they make they get rich off of their deals. They they trade off of their things. I mean, Republicans alike with Democrats. Okay, so I don't know, man. There there are a bunch, there are a bunch of good ones, but I really can't name any good ones on the Democrat side. But I can on the Republican side, but there's so few of them, Bob. I just there's I just don't have any hope that they're going to be able to actually do something about it. Trump was there for four years. He could have done something. I mean, when Fauci was going saying stupid stuff, he could have been like, "Hey, wait a minute, I don't like this guy. I don't want to talk about it." You know, he could have, he could have been like, "Fauci, you're out of here," but he put Fauci up on the podium. So you can't trust. You, you, there's no. And then he ended up doing like the worst thing possible that any president ever did. Now it's a warp speed yeah. on the snake bite. Yeah. He did the worst warp thing any yeah. president could have ever done. I yeah, he was the best. Speed. He pulled. He 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 pulled a Peter, didn't he? You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Versus on Jesus, a good side in the same sense. He's on Jesus' bad side. But get behind me, Satan! <laughs> yeah. yeah. He pulled a Peter, man. Every time he says that in one of his rallies, right? I brought you warp speed. It's it's huge. It's beautiful. Everyone's like, boo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that answers all of Chester's questions because the rest of his questions are basically, if the Republicans sustain and they win the big red wave, it's going to be a red wave. But if, if if the red wave just means that they're Republican, sorry, most of them are rhinos. So what are you going to do? You know, and and then if you if the most of them are rhinos, then it won't take them that long to get before they get a hold of those guys too. You know, I mean, look, they're talking about Kevin McCarthy being the speaker of the house. I mean, that's the same guy who lets Liz Cheney go up on the podium and start talking about a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, this is the same guy. If you were that guy, Dustin, would you, would you even let her in the room? I mean, she, 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 she's a, she's a war hawk and she's also spreading dis- disinformation and lies right now every single day on on uh, in the January 6th hearings. So why would you let her speak for your party? I just see that's the thing, Bob. I just don't think that any of these guys that are actually could uh, that actually would be in power on the Republican side would actually do anything. No, they're not going to. No. And uh I think Ness Ness had a question here. What are the chances of September being the rapture? I ask because I'm so desperate to leave. <laughs> Join the party. <laughs> Join the club. You know what, Ness? My my research shows an incredible chance. I mean, I it's probably I mean, for everything that I've made all the videos I've made about like like what Dustin was talking about, trying to find that seven year period. Okay. All I, I I've made a really good educated guess that that seven year period coming up, the next seven year Shemitah cycle is going to be the seven year tribulation cycle. Okay, because for a multitude of different reasons, one of the main ones is I always go back to the fact that all the celestial signs that took place during this Shemitah cycle that foreshadows the next cycle, which is what always happens from one Shemitah cycle to the next. The signs foreshadow what comes in the next cycle. And we had a plethora of celestial signs, including the infamous Revelation 12 sign. That's a biggie, okay? Yeah. That's a biggie. That's a big one. That's a real big one. On top of that, two two, uh, Bethlehem stars. 
okay? Mm-hmm. A Blood Moon Tetrad, two of them, okay? I mean, it just it just goes on and on and on. So it wouldn't make sense to me that the, the tribulation would start in 2029, be, in 2029 to go to 2036, like Chester was acted, asking another uh, email, because 2029 is also the end of the fig tree generation. Mm. Okay, so once again, that makes know, sense. So Ness, I think we have a really great chance of going home sometime between now and hopefully before the first of September. Hopefully, well, this we know is what Kevin's going to say. Well, this is going to sound stupid, though. But be, but th- this September is the biggest chance of the rapture ever happening. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, <laughs> they, we're go- so we're going to have to change this then. No, no, the rapture didn't happen last year or the year before or whatever. So, of course, by definition, it is the biggest chance because it hasn't happened yet. That's my point. But the rapture will be on the day of the rapture, and that will never change. (laughs) (laughs) That is when the day, that's when it's going to happen. If you ask me what day it is, that's the day. It's on the day of the rapture. But does it? But does it look like September is a, a fantastic time for that to happen? And that it, I mean, I don't. I look at. I can't point to it and say it can absolutely not happen in September. Okay. And if anybody does, says that, well, they're not looking forward to the blessed hope, and they're also not watching what's going on, because right. everything is coinciding. And Bob, if it does happen in September. None of us are going to be surprised, are we? Nope. Like, oh, rapture's happening, hon. I know. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do you know what time it is? Well, it's, it's rapture time. time. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Amen. Yeah, it's up time. That's right. It's up time. <laughs> it will be up time yeah. one day. And that's the beautiful thing about it. No matter mm-hmm. what it happens, no matter when it is, our desperation's not going to take over um, and, and, and push, push us down in the ground. We are going to continue to look up. We are going to continue to lift up our eyes because we know that our redemption draws near. And in the meantime, we're going to continue to run the race to the finish. Mm-hmm. That's right. Got a, Kevin Douglas says, what religion is it where they all march around the big black cube? That's Islam. That's Islam. 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 And Chef Johnny says, what changes? Hey, you, what do you think? You want to take this one, Kevin? It says, what changes about the gospel after the rapture? I know mm. the age of grace ends, so people can't get saved like we do. So how mm. do they get saved? Well, I mentioned it earlier. Their works are going to follow them, aren't they? I mean, the, there's not going to be any time for for being, uh, you know, like I said, there's no middle ground there. I mean, you're going to be all in. So you are not going to be able to skate on by and uh and live in a worldly system because that is the beast system that is going to be uh, worshiping satan so you your only alternative for salvation is to be out of the world out of that system focused on jesus christ and focused on uh on basically living the life of a believer during that period of time which is going to be increasingly more difficult to the point where you're not going to be able to buy or sell unless you worship the beast and you will choose not to. And the, uh, and the option there is beheading <laughs> and there is no other option. They, they don't give you an exemption letter. There's no, uh, my pastor said, it's okay. If I don't do this, it is, uh, it is, is one or the other. So 
It is a rough time. It is a tremendously turbulent time. And as Jesus said, it is a time unlike any other time before or after. So buckle up if you're here. Uh, Do not fall for the strong delusion. Focus on Jesus Christ. Get your affairs in order and do not relent and spread the gospel and get as many people as well as you uh, saved. Because I'm telling you, that's that's the only option you're going to have. Because if you do take the other road, your final destination destination is the lake of fire for eternity. There, it's a binary. Okay, it is there's no other way. It is eternal salvation and eternal life through Jesus Christ, and what you have to go through during that period of time in order to get to that, or you take the easy road out. At that time, you take the mark, you get in the world system, you worship Satan, you live for a while, you also get sores on your body for five months, you'll wish you could die, but you won't be able to, and then ultimately you're going to get thrown into the lake of fire. That is, mm-hmm. Listen, this time on earth is such a fleeting, tiny little moment. I was just thinking about that this week, guys. I was like, we have so much time in eternity to do all kinds of things. We can't even imagine the things that we're going to be able to do there. But you're going to miss out on all of that because you basically saved your life here to the death. That's what Revelation says. The, those people, those people, you know, basically lived their life to the death. I mean, so, and, and, and on the other side, too, which is they gave up their life to the death in order to have salvation. So. I mean, if, if you have the opportunity before the rapture to accept Jesus Christ, do it. I'm going to I'm going to channel my inner Robert Hagan. Give Jesus a chance. <laughs> Give Jesus a chance. <laughs> Give Jesus, Give Jesus a, chance. a chance. I mean, he's not here, so I have to do it for him. Give Jesus a chance. You give him a chance. Your life changes. And the next thing you know, you're feeling different about everything. You're, you have a different view on everything that's going around, and your eyes are open to so many different things, Bob. Oh, my gosh. You can see all kinds of things happen after you receive the Holy Spirit, can't you? You get all this discernment. You get all this information, and you're just like, oh, I would have believed that over there. But now I'm looking at that through different eyes, and I can see that, you know what? I can see that agenda. I don't want to go down that path. It's good stuff. Mm. Good stuff. Speaking of Bob Hagen, yeah, just, yeah, just have, uh, yeah, keep Bob in your prayers. He's going to be going in for uh, pre-surgical uh, surgery for his knee. Um, I think he's doing that. He's doing that tomorrow, but he's going to be getting surgery done. Okay. So just lift him up in prayer. Just remember him in, uh, in your prayers. Uh, and of course, all of us, please remember us as well. Um Anyone uh, want to lift us in, up in prayer, close us out? Sure. All right. I'm going to take my hand up. Heavenly Father, thank you for this community of believers, Father, that we would obey your command, as it says, to encourage one another, uh, to love and good works, and all the more as we see that day approaching. Father, it says in your word to redeem the time because the days are evil. Lord, the days are getting evil. And as Timothy says, we are living in perilous, difficult times, Father. We see the tribulation shadows casting its dark shadow upon us, Lord, and we just know that 
um, our redemption is drawing near, Lord. We know that our blessed hope is near. And that's why it says in your word to comfort, comfort one another with these words. Lord, we are to comfort one another because this is our blessed hope. This is not something we're ashamed of, Father. You said you go to prepare a place for us that where you are, we may be also. Father, we pray you come quickly, but until that time, help us to be busy about your business. Help us to encourage each other, Lord, and may you continue to bless these chats that we would love each other in unity, God, and just lift each other up, Lord. And we pray the gospel goes forth into all the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you all for coming back on for another uptime. And uh, if it Lord be the Lord's will, we will see you next week. God bless you. <laughs>